0: United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector
1: Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs, no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more
2: what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.
1: Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense,
2: but we are a subscience here to make things make sense. Today we're talking about Botox, uh, we're going to be talking about what it actually is, how it actually affects your face or wherever it's being inserted, but we're also going to be talking about aging and why that happens to your body in the first place, and some cool groundbreaking research that's going on right now. Because we all love thinking about aging. because I'm trying so <laughs> hard to compete with you. Because
0: cause we all grow old
2: (laughs) wow that sounded like taylor swift or something wait really i'm not the
0: singer cause we all grow old walking down 7th street and growing
2: old (laughs) walking down 8th street a little bit older
0: oh was that i feel like that turned
2: no you're right i don't know
0: i I panicked no i'm like who was that Taylor. taylor yours was like um musical Maybe yours was like "Dear Evan
2: Hansen." Uh, okay, it's in my genes. Okay, right, or I don't it. know.
0: It might have been Taylor trying to. No, Taylor. I just
2: was trying to plan the words, and I wasn't focusing. You have to picture yourself the... like
0: white girl strutting down
2: a like stadium tour thing. Like, she says. <gasps> or, or it's like kind of soft guitarish as well, right? Oh, It that's could be a hard like. One. It could be like. No, I can't think. No, oh on hard. the spot. You know guitar. me. You know me on the spot. No, this is practice. This is practice. <laughs> on the spot. Okay, Taylor Swift singing about aging. Do you ever want to age?
0: <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. That was good. A- age. <laughs> that was good. I've been aging out. Uh, no, the first the one was th- really good. And I kind of at first was like, what? No, this is like panici at the disco. <laughs> this is emo. But then when she it finished, is. I was like it, like, it actually was Taylor she Swift. She like, it's 1989. just like shouting anthems. Yeah. yeah. Then there's also the weird like. Like
2: the weird, like, um, sort of like verse that's just (laughs) like
0: walking down the street and I see it to the left and I look at the mirror and
2: I think that's like actually one of her songs you're singing. (laughs) (laughs) No, I know, but i like, okay, but I didn't know. Wow, I was being so complimentary of you and then I get dragged. No, and I get dragged. Okay, starts by being like, oh, well, that's actually Dear Evan Hansen, not Taylor Swift.
0: It is a drag to be called oh. Dear Evan Hansen. I am sorry, listeners. Dear Evan Hansen
2: does not make sense. <laughs> like it did for the time. It, there was like okay. Back to the banana analogy. There was like a window where Dear Evan Hansen was culturally relevant. I feel, and it made sense for some reason. The songs are great. But then we all were like, "Wait, this story's weird." No, I don't. Th- I don't think that that's <laughs> a thing. I don't think it's. We all were like.
0: I think it's like the songs are great. And okay. I think people really love it, and I'm just. I think that we saw it twice there's something about seeing it twice the second time you're watching it and you're thinking to yourself we also brought people to the second one so you're kind of seeing it through their eyes and you're going what the fuck
2: is this story right but the music is so great that you just kind of carries the show like it's a concert And, and the main performer like i mean not that we ever saw what's his name ben platt do it himself but seeing clips of him online you're like wow he like whatever he did with his character the songs are so
0: even though not seeing ben platt like those songs and the professional singers singing them are incredible Mm -hmm. it's honestly like i would say if you want to enjoy it enjoy it as a concert and then like with the story like no just, like, just ignore the story and then a fit in the glove you know, like yeah pretend song. it's
2: like when you go see lady gaga and she tries to like make it a plot on a stadium and you're like everyone you're like, knows no. the plots yeah. just for fun and yeah. we're really here for the song yeah literally,
0: just like sing monster
2: <laughs> yeah no i know it's just and i'm so excited for everyone
0: to see the movie and realize it's like pure white nonsense like it actually oh, no. doesn't make sense and it's like who do i even care about and it's not like nuanced in an interesting like french film i like
2: it i like it <laughs>
0: (laughs) do or do you like the songs
2: oh i I like the songs and sometimes the emotional stakes are there but i agree we'll see Maybe like i wrote
0: a letter but i didn't oops i have a cast
2: (laughs) okay (laughs) okay we're moving on oh what did we learn this week you want to go? <laughs> we both took a breath to start. Yeah, I know. Uh, okay, I learned about, well, I already knew about these tiny little creatures. Oh, <laughs> Nobody well, I already nobody <laughs> learned more about them. So there's something called rotifers. Have you heard of them? Ooh, rotifers, right no. Uh, if you didn't know, I actually lived in Australia for half a year taking marine biology and took some classes on Ooh. invertebrate zoology, so I learned all about them. So for
0: all the Australian <laughs> listeners who I drag constantly because I make fun of Australians, <laughs> just know that one of us lived there and
2: loved it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Greg's... Truly a toxic person. No, it's, I mean, you're allowed to criticize. Oh my but. God, you're being like, you're, you're hyperbolic speech. I'm like, am I a toxic for me? No, I'm not at all. No, I was like having a moment where I was like, no, there were a lot of racist issues in Australia. I'm not <laughs> okay. saying there isn't in Canada. I'm saying it's worth calling it out, but it also there's lots of lovely people. Yeah. It's great we need to call out Canada
0: too. We also suck yeah. just as
2: bad as Australia. Exactly. So I'm not trying to be on a so high horse. okay so anyway they're basically multicellular invertebrate animals they have complete digestive tracts with a mouth and an anus but they're tiny so they're microscopic Ooh. they're really fascinating they've existed for around 35 million years
0: wait they're bacteria
2: no they're animals oh, oh. they're like tiny tiny little animals Whoa, that I... are invert like invertebrates wow okay um and basically they are able they've known that they're able to survive in hostile environments but they don't know for how long basically they halt their metabolism and all activity and it's a state known as cryptobiosis which is like scientists describe as a state between life and death they just turn off and then they wait until the right conditions come so recently they discovered a sample in permafrost in the arctic i think and they were twenty four thousand years old Whoa. they thawed them and they started reproducing okay this is related to aging <laughs> this is related to botox this is related, oh, true
0: yeah, yeah. What I mean. are like, right that's yeah. everyone's like not everyone's but definitely people like who be don't frozen. want to frozen. Yeah, like or they the want to be... Like freeze me in, Or like yeah. Jeff Freeze Bezos. me to
2: 10,000 years so I can like wake up and yeah. see what the world or... <laughs> Jeffrey <is like. laughs> Bezos!
0: Jeffrey Bezos! <laughs> wants to be frozen for 24,000 years yes. and come back and then like rule the world.
2: Yeah, something. basically the reason they're so fascinated by That's this. So I think cool. previously they'd only known they could go dormant for 10 years or so, but now they're like, wow, this was a 24,000-year-old specimen that came back, started reproducing, uh, obviously, scientists want to study them to understand how to preserve cells, tissues, and organs. Because obviously, yeah. human organs cannot preserve for that long. That's so it's really like fascinating. Cool. Mm-hmm. What are they called? Uh, rotifers.
0: Yeah, that's a good... Like, I feel like you can write that down and then just like... You might out recognize out the, the
2: microscopic pictures. Like, if you picture just like looking through a microscope and seeing a little... Back, it's not like, like the
0: tardigrade photo that everyone. Honestly, has. it's
2: similar, similar-ish. They're see-through, so when you see them in a microscope, you're mostly seeing just like a shape and one end that's like fatter and one end that's skinnier. But they're cool to look at. But they're mostly just these little creatures.
0: Yeah, like they. I feel like a rotifer, and that's such a cool story. Could be the tart, the next tardigrade. The oh, next, true. The yeah, they're like not as cute though. They don't have love. like the
2: huggable bear element. Yeah, that yeah, that's tardigrade. so great. <laughs> that the tardigrades literally look like adorable. <laughs> they're the Pixar polar bears, bears of tiny microscopic creatures. Yeah, yeah. okay, <laughs> <true,
0: true, true. laughs> Mine's not nearly as interesting i just like, was <laughs> thinking about this yesterday don't sell was, yourself short okay i was just reading a biology textbook which i've been trying i've been trying to work my way through a biology the textbook. one that's from when we went to university <laughs> yeah so sometimes i'm like it's not a day but like no so much of the basic biology it's actually right. fascinating to know like this hasn't changed <laughs> but it was just like 98 percent of the mass of, like most living organisms on earth are hydrogen carbon nitrogen oxygen phosphorus and sulfur so like when you look at the periodic 96%, table is
2: that what you said 98 oh 98 wow
0: of, yeah and i'm just like sometimes you look at the periodic table and you're like there's this complex array of you know periodic table of elements like mm-hmm. okay there's all these things but then you realize like no it's actually just like these literal like six to seven right. that make up that it's just
2: primarily like, everything <laughs> that's
0: living and it's like weird like life is so so weird and then i was like okay so like 4.6 billion years ago was the formation of the earth life began 3.8 billion years ago which i guess relied on water so it's like the hydrogen and oxygen molecules being a big part of like every living thing Mm. is so like maybe obvious in that sense but then i'm just like that it's just so weird to think that life on earth is sustained by this those small amount of elements and then all the complexity that we bring to it, like our anxieties and stuff, it's coming off. Are all just, just these coming like from these elements?
2: Couple of elements, yeah, or like
0: seven <laughs> elements, and because when you look at the periodic table, sometimes I'm like, life's complex. Like, yeah, that, look at all these things. It's right. like, well, actually, no, those things like barely even exist <laughs> oh in the life that we live.
2: That's uh, all. It just was that's like kind fascinating. Of being like, that, oh like, yeah, yeah. What does it make you feel? Does it make you feel small or big? Existential or present it makes or. Me Okay, I'm feeling like a little bit of anxiety right now, and I Thinking don't even about know that. why.
0: No, like prior to doing this, just like Sunday, like we have a lot of changes in our life coming and yeah. stuff, and I'm just like. Feeling anxious. So then when I think about those things, I always am just like, oh, okay, well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like it how hel- Like it helps. Right.
2: It gives you the wide perspective that sometimes like the universe. Or, or I'm just like
0: out. literally like hydrogen, carbon, nitrogen. She's <laughs> just like doing this thing. Yeah. To
2: me, that gives me existential dread. It's really fascinating. I love thinking about it. But I have moments of being like, why am I doing anything yeah. i'm doing if oh i just god. those seven elements it what gets, matters be like,
0: be like yeah fine i'll get botox you know what <laughs> i mean i'm like because i'm like scared of botox and then i'm like oh well who cares
2: yeah i saw oh my god i'm about to say i saw a tiktok i saw a tiktok but it was of share at a concert so that's like it could have been on it i should have just said i saw a documentary <laughs> yeah i saw the new shirt and she was just saying like you know just do everything while you're young she was just like just try it who cares when you're older you'll just you're not gonna regret it just do it and if you do regret it you'll be like oops i shouldn't have done that but it's better to have done it
0: honestly Cher, share epic you a know podcast we get yeah. share yeah. on the podcast. oh
2: yeah you think we could yeah, oh, hey share right, so <laughs> okay um let's get i was well. gonna say speaking of botox i have no idea if share has botox or not we can only assume i, I assume most yeah. people in hollywood do but let's take a little break and then talk about botox This podcast is
0: sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been listening to Side Note, you know here at this fine podcast that we love to talk about therapy. We're always bringing the new insights we learn from therapy to the pod. That's why today we want to talk about BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your personal needs and match you with a licensed professional therapist that you can start communicating with when under, within under 48 40 freaking hours. Yeah, I stuttered it was that quick. <laughs> the cancelling is done securely online and is available worldwide. Not only can you schedule weekly video or phone sessions, skipping the long commute and waiting room energy of the in-person therapy experience, but you can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor and get timely and thoughtful responses. Better help. That's you change counselors at any time, which is really important. It can be really annoying to find the right one for you. So you'll always get a great therapeutic match. And it's more affordable than traditional online counseling with financial aid available. Just head to betterhelp.com slash sidenote to get 10% off your first month. That also helps the show by doing that. And join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of experienced professionals. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash sidenote for 10% off your first freaking month.
1: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
2: Study time. Study time. Study time.
0: Study time. Botox. Mm. Snatched.
2: Um, are Pull you tight. feeling snatched? How do you feel? I feel like this kind of conversation has about Botox has been evolving in our life as we quote unquote age. Yeah, <laughs> I,
0: I don't know. For the listeners, feels like once do you we turn need botox? 30... People start talking
2: and then getting Botox. Yes, I was. I was thinking about while researching for this episode. I recently was talking to a friend, and they were pointing out wrinkles on people's heads. And I was what? Just, well, no, recently some. I don't know. I feel like people have pointed out to me what it looks like when somebody has Botox, which I've never really noticed before. It's never occurred to me that a Botox head, for example, a Botox, a botox forehead, head. like just doesn't move, and that you know if you were watching an older person speak and their forehead's not moving, it's because they have Botox. Because it's not like plastic surgery where it's always so visibly obvious on the face. So it's kind of just the lack of movement. And so... Now, it's one of those things like when you learn a new word and suddenly you hear it everywhere because I've been exposed to the idea that if you look at someone's forehead when they're talking and it's not moving and wrinkling, they probably have Botox or they have really young, healthy skin.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay. So we don't want to. We are going to bring. We really thought about this recently, too, when we watched Mare of Easttown with Kate Winslet. Mm-hmm. And so we're we're about to say things about Kate Winslet that are. This is very daily male energy because this <laughs> does not have any founding in true This part. Honesty. Yeah. We'll have some science. But <laughs> we watched Mayor of Easttown, and her forehead is moving beautifully. The most incredible actress, one of the best actresses of our generation, actors mm-hmm. of our generation. IMO, better than the men. So I was like, actor, about any actor, <laughs> I am not Kate Winslet head since I saw her titties in Titanic. Greg is a changed my life. Anyways,
2: he literally said <sighs> to me, "You know I what? Mitch, I would actually go through her IMDb and just watch everything from start to finish if you want." Earnestly, I was oh, like, "Well, I okay, maybe, but I don't know if I want to watch." why not
0: like she okay V <laughs> sound objectively pretty good show great show because of her every but, single project <laughs> she does is going to make the show great I've also seen I, most of them as I went through I was like
2: I've seen them all. okay I know that you're right but it's like a very interesting there's so many other things we want to watch could watch it if we oh, start watching every Kate Winslet God. movie and I TV love the side
0: note of this just like, like episode on Kate Winslet okay back gone, huh? yeah true but okay, back sorry. to Botox her forehead is moving her face is moving so much it's so important because the character
2: itself is meant to be a middle-aged woman. Oh, who's she's like rough from around the small edges. Small town, rough as like a character, older as a character, and it it shows on her expressions as well. Okay, so then we watch interviews with her after,
0: and we go, her forehead's not moving. Mm-hmm. So okay, that I don't want to ever. I'm not dragging. Not, I'm not No more no. speculation about Kate okay, Winslet best actor uh, of all, actor of all time. We're moving on. So we were like, that's when we also started to be like, what? Oh my god, is that like Botox? The and then we botox? really started yeah. to like get curious about it from there i'm going to now explain what botox is and how maybe actors might plan because of the way it degrades oh i'm actually gonna get botox now because i'm on a bit of a three-month hiatus from acting
2: or Or depending on your character right like you may also want it for a movie but she clearly was playing a person that wouldn't have had botox sorry i'm
0: saying like you're right but i'm saying regardless if you're trying to act Mm -hmm. it might be a character thing i'm I, i was more just trying to make the point like you can plan botox around your acting
2: career to well, like pull explain off face. to us how it works and then that might help us understand why you can plan it like that okay cool so the bacteria that causes it is called
0: clostridium botulinum <laughs> so that is sounds kind of scary
2: but yeah it's a it doesn't shape. say botox botulinum. Never- botulism toxin? No,
0: yes, 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 it does, it does. And actually a lot of people who are really into Botox will be calling it by like the brand names of it. <laughs> but <laughs> Botox is what we're going to be saying today. So, it, so the bacteria that creates it is like a rod-shaped bacteria and it produces a protein that causes neurotoxicity. But there's many types of botulism toxins. There's A, B, C1, C2, D, E, F, and G. And it's A... That we'll be focusing on when we talk about wrinkles. Because a lot of these other types can be very dangerous. It was first discovered in
2: 1895 by Emil van Ruchman. Very dangerous because they're literally toxins, right? So it's kind of like what is the perfect amount that maybe isn't harmful is what people... We're no, it, to figure out, or? No,
0: or it's more the mode, it's, it's, so it's the type, and it's the mode of getting it. It's like uh-huh. a lot of it is happening in like spoiled food. So when you consume it into your gut, it actually is able to go into your bloodstream and shut down your body. Oh, okay. And so that, when if you were to just
2: consume like eat it, botulinum toxin,
0: yeah. If, and, and again, it's all about strains, like certain ones thrive, and on average old eggs or like certain ones strive uh-huh. on ham. Like it was okay. discovered from an outbreak of cured ham in 1895. So it's like a bacteria that creates this toxin that when ingested depending on the type can slowly paralyze your whole body. So like when you hear about botulism toxin or like just botulism, sorry, that's the disease of like right. people slowly dying because they've consumed the toxins that we're going to be talking about injecting into your face,
2: which is a much different way of like consuming something into your body. So that's an important key. And I'm just going to clarify because I think I said it wrong first. And now we're saying it wrong. Botulinum toxin causes botulism.
0: Okay. Yeah. But it
2: also is Botox. Oh yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Sorry.
0: Okay. Like it is, it literally is Botox. Like it is kind (laughs) of crazy. And I think part of my fear around it is just that like the science of it and knowing, even though it is quite a safe procedure in your face so what it does i'm going to use the face explanation not the like killing you slowly as you eat it. <laughs> so it feels more practical in it this feels sense. more practical and it is really Relevant. interesting and it's it's essentially a cellular biology lesson mm-hmm. so what happens is when you get botox botulism toxin injected into your skin botulinum toxin botulinum. what am i saying
2: botulism
0: oh sorry botulinum toxin into your face It actually is able to be, through endocytosis, absorbed into the axon of specific neurons that use acetylcholine as their neurotransmitter. So neurotransmitters are these chemicals that they, let's use this example, they go from the axon of one neuron to the dendrite or to the other like to the next neuron through this thing called a synapse so this little chemical leaves the axon goes to the next one that signals it to fire and it's like this constant sort of like thread of all this firing is what makes everything in your body move but you need acetylcholine to bind to the membrane of the axon uh, sorry the vessel that holds acetylcholine to bind to the uh, membrane of the axon to release the acetylcholine so what botulinum toxin does is through a series of cellular biological processes in your axon stops that vessel that's containing containing acetylcholine a to bind to the axons um, membrane to then get released so essentially the axon now is not releasing the signal to continue to fire onto the next dendrite but it just stops it can't bind the toxins there in the way it's like a very specific membrane protein that it just sort of like binds to and degrades And all of a sudden, there's no more acetylcholine firing and you're no longer using that neuron. The neuron is just like not
2: firing anymore.
0: Yes. So you're turning off the neurons in your face, specific parts of your face that are moved a lot when you're talking, which is actually causing the wrinkles. It's like preventative, but also causes the wrinkles to decrease because your face is literally just like not moving. (laughs) So it does degrade over time. It's like a three to six month process. There's really no serious complications there's like there can be bruising there can be these things that happen but and and in rare cases it can actually like maybe like i mean it's i kind of was reading tons of studies and it was like not even really
2: worth scaring people about it like yeah i think it's probably a pretty well established medical practice at this point that is obviously there might be some risks uh i mean it's probably akin to other even aesthetic surgeries that, you know, are generally pretty safe and you're changing your body. It's not like absolutely changing you in some way. Yeah. It's they, more just like you could do it and it doesn't make you better or worse. There's or un, It's like unintended facial paralysis, trouble swallowing, things like that, but they go away
0: too because <laughs> it actually gets degraded. Like I never knew that. I always thought it was in you forever. I That's like the, the Kate Winslet thing of it all. It's like, I didn't know you could like get it. And then six months later, all of a sudden your neurons are so you could
2: try it to just see if you like it yeah well i mean
0: i just it just like i've been very scared of botox under the impression that that's how it works and then doing a bunch of research i was like oh wow i didn't realize even though everyone's like it's preventative or like Mm -hmm. i don't know i just it just sounds scary and like they teach you how botulinum toxin works in like first-year cell biology yeah, you and it scares neurons, you because yeah. you study it and it's like a very intense biological memory like, oh, i
2: understand that it's toxic and this is what yeah. it's doing but as in i'll kind of bring this up in the stuff i'm going to talk about research is that toxic things it's often the dose is the poison right yeah. so obviously as we become more precise in our science and precise in the way that we can administer something it's like it is it it is a toxin but obviously so is a lot of medicine if you take too much of it. Yeah, right? for sure. So it's changing. So is broccoli
0: Your... if you eat too t- Exactly.
2: So I mean, toxin can be a relative term. I think it's generally reserved for things that, in low doses, can cause harm. Yeah, um, and but, it's turning off muscles too that's the other thing I, I, I was only explaining the yeah.
0: neurons but those neurons are attached to muscles and right. cause movement you know what <laughs> I mean like yeah like so that's why and it's like and they're thinking it could help with migraines where I'm like hello yeah, that's what I get yes, excessive sweating hello that's what I get so I'm gonna be getting Botox but it might be in like weird places oh the armpits yeah the, the armpit, the like neck. on the back of my head yeah yeah <laughs> Into And stops, the brain it stops jaw clenching which I also do so honey I'm like get the Botox in all of my body right oh now oh my
2: gosh so would you do you think you Will get Botox at some time in your life. I'm curious because I, I want to be in this space. I want to be uh, non-judgmental. I don't think, obviously. Well, okay, let's let's just say
0: it. Like a lot of our friends are getting Botox.
2: Like, yeah. I don't know if it's like
0: a gay. No, but it definitely Not just is gay, a girls as well. And not that girls can't be gay. I just mean our, our girlfriends sorry, are straight but, as well. Sorry. like, But I'm like, I'm like, I'm. like, it's coming at us from all angles because we're gays so being out with girls and gays. And there's like <laughs> a lot of stuff going on. I'm not saying that straight guys don't, but I'm like, all I can say is from my own experience. And I'm like, oh, interesting. Like, is this a us thing? Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of pressure on, similar pressures on women and gay men about like our like bodies and aging, sadly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that like, I don't know. I just like, I think, I don't know. I, I definitely always thought never. But now, as I'm getting older and I think more everyone of my thinks never, doing it, I'm like, <laughs> well, I don't know. Am I like the not odd one out? Yeah, am I going to oh. be the old looking one then? Yeah, but <laughs> no, what I was going to say is it's a very white thing because of what we've learned about with aging, which is that wrinkles are a very like. Caucasian issue and that aging for different diverse people, it could be like um, changing in pigmentation of the skin, which Botox does not help with. Mm-hmm. There's other things that other people are looking towards that. It's like to prev- it's aging like, is uh, relative. Yeah, it's like a lot of our thought. white friends who also were white, like our skin, like we age like shit. Sorry, hon and scientifically <laughs> true but, You know, we look gross. We literally look grosser. And so, like when we get older, especially when it comes to wrinkles. So.
2: Yeah, I think I don't... I definitely don't have a problem with anyone getting Botox. I, For myself, I don't know. I, I kind of bounce back and forth between the idea of... You know, of course, I love the idea of appreciating age as a beautiful thing. Yeah, I that, can't believe
0: it. It's like gross. It's like cancel me and like launch me out of my chair right now. Oh, b- but like saying old is gross. That's so Yeah, not no,
2: there is like there's this beauty and wisdom in an aged face. Um, okay, but also, then I don't know. There's also the pressure of, you know, it's being young and knowing that people treat you yeah. differently as you age. And you have to go. I think you have to go through this middle period. That's hard. I think as you get older and older, you just are like, this is part of my life now and you can accept it, but it's that first transition of being like, my face is literally starting to change. yeah. And and that's hard. It'd be like, suddenly shaving your head, it would just feel shocking to start seeing that change. But no, okay. But no, eventually you'd be like, now I just have a shaved head. That, yeah, exactly. I did that
0: when I shaved my head. Yeah. Like, because like, I'm cause like, like, I am losing my hair. When I shaved my head, mm. I was just like, whoa. It's just like, it feels like, I'm like, this looks, I was like, I actually look so bad, I look insane. And then about 10 minutes later, I was like, wait, you're hot, you look hot. You know what I mean? Like it's like everything kind of like adapts. Yeah, exactly. But,
2: okay. Except wrinkles. Except, except wrinkles. No, no okay, it so would over
0: time. This is what I want to say. I think, like, as someone who's starting to lose my hair, I start to go through that, and then all of a sudden, I'm noticing people's hair. Right. So there's something about the knowledge of Botox, and like even the way you're like, my friend started pointing out wrinkles. It's like it's this weird like chicken or the egg, egg thing that makes me like honestly like a little bit like sad or like wishing that like it wasn't something all of my friends were doing because I actually don't mm. know if I ever would have like
2: without the of local it. pressure or not yeah. pressure but so, just
0: local like And sp- and this cosmetic Use of Botox is very recent. It's like 1994, right? So our parents like grew up in a generation where that wasn't even an option. Mm. That it kind of I didn't know you, it was that young. Yeah, it's recent. Like I mean, not that obviously the bacteria is like, girl, we've been around longer than you. <laughs> I didn't but know but the like, bacteria the, just the, got the use for us being like, wait, let's inject in our face we don't get wrinkles. Mm. And you're like, this is a cultural thing that is actually shifting everything that I actually think I'm like becoming a little Bo Burnham energy now where I'm like the internet sucks. I'm like, (laughs) it is sad because it's like without the actual knowledge and technology, people aren't noticing the wrinkles in the same way. They're not noticing the way you can fix them. Then all of a sudden when someone has that wrinkle, like, like there's this weird knowledge that like sometimes now, like my friends who've got Botox have told me, where and why and then i just like see someone's forehead and i'm like oh that's the wrinkles that those people are trying to avoid but i never would have thought that before mm-hmm. and i'm and i'm I'm looking at this face and i'm like gorgeous face like like you know what an attractive person but then all of a sudden now i'm focusing on these two lines that i didn't know existed three right. months ago and i'm like they have them and it's like wait
2: without that knowledge i would have just been like this is a gorgeous face You know, not to get religious, but I did grow up and (laughs) went to Catholic school. uh, If you don't know, the, like, inceptional creation story of Adam and Eve is that when they, like, betray God and go to the devil, he makes them self-aware that they're naked and then they go cover themselves. It's like this idea of people being shamed of their own bodies mm. is weirdly like baked. I mean, I'm not obviously a religious scholar. I don't know. Their I love
0: that you have religious perspectives. I just I,
2: I I more mean like there may be other people who be like, you're, you're telling that story wrong. Uh, but uh, I'm just uh, for the first time being like, they That's covered because they were sluts. Well, because often I think of religion representing and, and religions all over the world kind of representing these. Tried and tested ideas. Sometimes, obviously, like yeah. there's a lot of problematic stuff with yeah, like institutionalized maybe the Bible religion. Is like a
0: kind of a good book, or it, you know, it's messages. interesting that
2: it's addressing <laughs> like this self-awareness that we have as humans, causing a shame. Yeah. And so it's like you said, once you realize you're naked, once you realize you have wrinkles, now you're ashamed of it, or now you're yeah. think about it, it's in your your view. Yeah. in the same way that a new word. You get taught, and suddenly you're actually like, "Why is everyone saying words?" Yeah, this word literally, suddenly? there's like
0: this wrinkle. I guess it's like right <laughs> here in between my eyebrows. Never, ever noticed. Thought tear, <laughs> I look in the mirror, I'm like, "Girl, looking snatch." All of a sudden, all my friends are like talking about how they're getting Botox for that literal wrinkle, and now I'm just like, "Um, ever like, do whenever, I have it?" No. Wait, no. So, okay, I guess. And when, when do you, I do like... No, what? no, like frown. frown like oh, Yeah, so yours are different. Like when I frown, I got a line here. You got like, you have other lines. Or, oh, I don't even want to say Rude. They're called like 11s <laughs> or something. But it's just like a very simple Botox fix that everyone gets. But I'm like, it's not like it's changing their attractiveness is right. literally just getting rid of these like two lines in their early thirties. And I weirdly think that it's making them feel good. And then other people go, Oh, you don't have those lines, hmm. but I don't know. But like now I'm like, damn it. I wish I just didn't even know about this line. Cause I would have never even looked at that part of my face, yeah.
2: but okay. So would you have Botox? talks? Uh, like not right now. No, I, I won't say never because I don't know how I'll feel as I age. Um, you know, it's just not something that I fully had to face yet. And I do have, you know, half, you know, South Asian genes. So maybe I won't have Love to worry it. about it for a while. No, but I, someone did comment on one of our TikToks recently. I was like, oh my God, I just realized you had wrinkles and it freaked me out. And then I realized I've been watching you for a decade. And Wait,
0: I, someone said you. Yes. And oh I was, my <laughs> And God. I was like, okay, I
2: don't know if this is you trying to not be mean, but it shook me to the core never read the comments <laughs>
0: shit if you have wrinkle comments, <laughs> like wrinkle comments I have. but i
2: was like okay wow that's fair like someone has we've been doing this for 10 years of course i look older now
0: wow you know? yeah yeah I like also- there's
2: nothing to be ashamed about that that's why I, I had the moment at first where i was like oh my god that moment of fear of being like okay i'm losing something but then i was like okay but that is inevitable yeah it's like i'm and smart and i think if now. you can <laughs> <laughs> I'm older. Like it's mine, just now. balancing that, and I do yeah. think Botox. I mean, it's it's one thing when you're in an industry that maybe does put a lot of pressure, especially on women, to like it's way easier because of the patriarchy that men in a- actors don't have the same standard. They can be wrinkly and look old and still get lots of roles, whereas yeah. it's like way harder for a middle-aged or elderly woman to get roles. Like you're talking in about Hollywood. Hollywood, yeah, yeah, and, sure. I, and I'm sure that. Cu- like actually extends out to well, now it's the music industry with, uh, and the art industry. And like, I'm sure there still is a bias yes. towards youth. Yes. Um, and so,
0: I, but I'm just like, now it's changing. It's like ever with Mariby's town. It's like, sorry, but like,
2: but that's just one. Women are, it's not changing. No, that's, no, that's I'm saying, one. I'm saying, I think we are in an
0: interesting time where I'm maybe just cause I'm gay, but I'm like women are killing the acting game like i'm just like this like classic you know like the hollywood leading man i'm like who the hell is that these days it's like it feels to me at least like the people really turning out the fucking performances are the woman but i might be ignorant but it's like who's they famous might just it's like, be what it's you're like chris hemsworth <laughs> it's like okay well he just like plays thor it's not that and he
2: probably guy. has botox i mean i don't i can't say that but i'm I'm oh, sure yeah, lots of botox anyway. uh lots of men in hollywood and in the entertainment industry definitely have botox
0: oh it's so normalized in la for mm. sure like like sometimes people are like i don't like when people shame botox and i'm like at this point i'm like is that even happening
2: right (laughs) like it feels like everyone in hollywood is having it it's not really like no one's losing anything for it of course there are some people that will always cling to this idea of purity you can't change your body otherwise you're you know what i mean but then
0: it's like that's like
2: that's also kind of annoying it's so interesting we're so seeped in this
0: culture mm and in as west people live in like western cultures there's so we're so seeped with botox that i'm like i'm also now being like well if you think that getting botox is bad and you want to be pure i'm like that also sounds creepy no yeah, <laughs> like well, i know because like, it's yeah. like it,
2: it's it's selective it's like well then you're using fluoride on your teeth should you yeah. stop doing that Like yeah. there are lots of things your quest
0: crest white stripping the <laughs> teeth
2: <laughs> there's lots of things humans do that we yeah. just now deem as normal and commonplace and acceptable that a thousand years ago they would be like you're you're modifying your body no what it is for me is going back to the literal
0: botulinum toxin <laughs> and the what i just explained physiologically as i think what's stopping me from getting it but fluoride I'm is a toxic chemical yeah i'm, I'm talking but just in, like in the in the neurophysiology body, yeah. and the way that we learned right in university like it just scared me like i'm just like that, it seems yeah. scary but the more and more people that do it the more i'm like i eh, don't you know it seems more well safe. okay
2: I will talk about, uh, so I really want to talk about not specifically Botox, but um, aging and just talk yeah. about some of the science behind aging that obviously leads up to this point of people w- wanting to get some of yeah. like Botox. Uh-huh. So I recently read the book called Lifespan by David Sinclair. It was amazing. Also, I know a lot of people out there were like, can you guys start a Goodreads book list? And so we can like see which books you're reading and what you think of oh, them. Oh, that's smart. I've never, I use Goodreads just to see reviews all the time, yeah, but no I've never done that. But, I feel like we are reading so many books and we mention mentioned them all the time that it, it would be cool. Uh, it's a really, really interesting book just about what the kind of current, very current science is on aging, what they see, where it's going in terms of like increasing lifespan and increasing health. I'm going to just share some of my favorite parts of the book. Let me know if I'm rambling too much, but hopefully it will be interesting. Okay, Greg? Yeah. No. I'll enjoy- uh, I found it all really interesting. Um, so. First thing that David Sinclair's main focus of his research is something that they discovered called sirtuins, and these are longevity genes that they found in the body. Uh, They found them in yeast, and then they found the comparables in humans. They found them in the sea, botulism, (laughs) bacteria. I'm kidding. Um, So basically, they're epigenetic regulators, which means that based on your environment, Triggers how often and how they respond in your body. Yeah. Um, and as a result, when they're triggered, they help fight against heart disease, inflammation, cell death, all these things. Like basically, they're regulating your DNA, they're repairing it. Um, sorry, sorry.
0: Uh, one second. I'm going to like try and help clarify. Okay. okay. So, epigenetics mm-hmm. is like your. I, I feel like I got confused between what Fair. you're talking about. And, so, epigenetics. Is a way that your genes are controlled by different cellular biology in your body, and therefore epigenetics is an umbrella term for where you can essentially like turn on and off genes. Yeah. So then, what are the words that you're talking about? So
2: sirtuins. Yeah. Are these longevity genes that based are get turning, on your that, that environment yeah, epigenetically turn, are getting turned on or off? Well, te- technically, they turn on and off genes. I think I, okay. I, I maybe don't quite understand if it's yeah. I think I think they technically like do something to the histones and unwrap yeah, the genes okay, and okay. allow those genes to express. So we all have genes, but they're not all on. Yeah. We and got so lots of ones, being in are environment. If you do something chronically, like it could change your okay. epigenetics. Oh my God. What do we do? <laughs> so, um, basically oh, yeah. the sad part is, or not sad part, but what they realized is these sirtuins decrease in activity as we age. Okay, yeah. Uh, and, but the cool idea is that, um, manageable stress is actually what triggers these longevity genes. So the sirtuins are kind of his main focus, but there are a couple other kinds. Manageable stress. So, wait,
0: wait, manageable stress triggers them as in like, quote, you'd, I want to use like the simplest language okay. possible. quote unquote, turns
2: them on. Yes. Okay. So obviously stress for your body can be deemed as either good or bad. And it kind of goes just talking about Botox where it's like, sometimes something isn't good or bad. It's the, amount that you take so broccoli yeah. is generally good because you can have a lot of it and it's really healthy but if you have way too much it can be toxic oh my god to be the person
0: who poisoned themselves with broccoli that's
2: iconic <laughs> yeah, i know like did that ever happen or was it just a <laughs> no house? it didn't
0: happen but it's a, it's a way that they teach toxicology they're like even something
2: that you're being told your whole life to eat I could kill you but- <laughs> so this premise is called hormesis and that it just means it's like there's three stages. If you don't have enough, it could be harmful. If you there's like the Goldilocks zone of these things that right. are stressful for your body, but can trigger healthy responses. Okay. But you have too much, it's bad. Yeah. So things like in this case, exercise, intermittent fasting. Oh wait, wait, wait so,
0: slow down. Exercise. It's saying you want to. So so exercise stresses
2: your body out. It releases cortisol. It releases a flux of hormones that are, and it's putting pressure on your bones and muscles. It's actually a stress response, but it's good for you. So they're like, it's, it's a form of hormesis, like not enough exercise is not good for you having the right amount in the middle is really healthy and then if you overdo exercise it's gonna okay. push your body so into- exercise is an easy
0: one for all of us it's like okay hey, exercise great got it yes and so I exercise is an stress, example yeah.
2: of something that stimulates sirtuins okay cool or other longevity genes yeah. intermittent fasting so they've realized calorie restriction is like generally very healthy obviously if you oh uh, that's restrict-
0: why the Mitchell <laughs> Moffat over here goes like <laughs> oh I calorie. what did so- you say <laughs> yesterday it was so funny you're like oh well I, I actually had two meals today oh
2: my god i'm like okay we
0: get it you (laughs) you didn't eat breakfast on purpose on the weekends
2: i decided to intermittent fast because that's what this book recommended (laughs) wow okay so it's like don't starve yes obviously starving is unhealthy But there's a balance of when Mm. you're in a deficit, your body is like engages these survival circuits and Mm. it boosts cellular defenses, keeps organisms alive during times of adversity. It wards off disease. So that's like what's happening.
0: The intermittent fasting heads out there just got a
2: bone bone. Ultimately, the, the main, not the main point, but this main section of the book was there's so many fascinating things that when we put our body through them it can actually stimulate healthy longevity... make your life healthier and make you live longer. Do these... these, What are they called again? Sirtuins? Yeah. Are they causing wrinkles? Well, I can't say specifically. It's aging in general, right? So, uh, yeah, this is not specifically related to wrinkles or skin, but obviously... If your body is biologically younger, it probably yeah. means that it's healthier. Skin will probably last longer in terms of, you know, getting wrinkles. No, this is cool. Spots. It's like deeper. Yeah. I like that. Um, Yeah. I was just thinking of, you know, a lot of people wonder about how to they do preventative stuff. But that is like cosmetic or medical. But there's lots of preventative stuff you can do in your regular life if you care about aging physically as well as um, aging like genetically. So there's a perfect example identical twins if one smokes and the other doesn't the smoker will age physically faster yeah smoking their skin God, will change damn. their yeah. the health of their organs will change so that's a perfect example of epigenetics Basically, the same genome, same DNA, but one twin smokes their whole life, they're actually going to have a completely different body. Oh, gosh. Fair. just
0: always like, oh, smoking so bad. And I'm like, damn, I've been, so, I smoked weed for so long. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause I'm like, I know that it's not the same, but it is in many ways. It, it is.
2: But I mean, you were hopefully young enough and you stopped. So, I mean, it's never too late to smoke. We just, <laughs> It's never too late to stop smoking. <laughs> You're here,
0: folks, on ASAP Science. It is never too late to start smoking. Uh, we have a video about Fitting. quitting
2: smoking. It truly is never too late to stop. Yeah, your obviously. lungs can do amazing mm-hmm. regenerative things. Yeah, so don't think of it like, oh, I've had yeah, my whole youth yeah. whatever. True. Um, there's not too much I'll share other than when in a lot of their studies they would stimulate sirtuin activity in mice not only made them younger physically they would exercise more they started outperforming mice that were like a quarter of their age they would Man, run on all the, these uh, mice everywhere with the most <laughs> whack
0: ass lives. It's wild that like that freaking mouse is just all of a sudden like, Oh, whoa, I'm younger than an actual I know. mouse that's younger than me. Like, it crazy. Yeah,
2: he has like a really crazy breakthrough moment when they're studying and someone calls him and they're like, these aren't old mice. Like you've given us the wrong thing. And they realize it's because like, oh and, and they said they had to rebuild their mouse treadmill or whatever because they broke it because they were using it. So Okay, much. they need to make a Pixar movie <laughs> about lab mice and ha- they're all
0: that's like superheroes idea. and stuff.
2: Stuff. Oh my god, Greg! That's a really good idea. <laughs> As in, like every you. And know, then part... they're
0: breaking out of their cages,
2: and the, each one has like some genetic yeah. test like, on them that gives like, them special powers. And it's the
0: nuance, like the genetic power, it like helps them, but Wait, also is their vice.
2: Write the children's book about that, and then get Pixar to make
0: it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I know I'm speaking this into a mic, so honestly, I'm kind of lazy. Someone else could do that
2: if <laughs> they want, or oh I'll, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. <laughs> um, that's mostly it, the last fact, and I've told you about this. Is another example. It's just extreme cold or heat seem to do the same thing. They push your body out of comfort zone. That's why there's and they sort of trigger hormones that stimulate longer life because your so body. So when is, I was jumping in freezing water in the winter
0: because I was like so bored in a <laughs> pandemic, I maybe there was potentially a good.
2: Yeah, there, there's more and more science. It's, I think there's pretty hard science in the cold. Did Wim Hof write this? Uh, he didn't okay. write this, but he's part of that movement of yeah. people being like, there is research to support that putting your body in extreme, extreme. cold temperatures, huh. not all the time, but letting your body come out of its comfort zone stimulates these things that start protecting your body. Wow.
0: I've been going to the beach and the water's so cold and like barely anyone's swimming. I've been full <laughs> swimming, getting out blue lips. <laughs> You're like, literally. Live forever. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, always like, I'm like, literally shivering while everyone's like, boiling on the beach, and I'm like, this can't be good. But i now, now I'm gonna be so annoying with my blue lips. And be like, actually, you know, I'm just turning on epigenetically the genes that are gonna make me
2: all the It's probably true. And so, as I said, it's not specifically related to botox and skin. Yeah. But honestly, using that smoking example, like yeah. the way the things your body is exposed to over life will impact. I mean, of course, we're all blessed with different genes. We can't change everything. Some Mm -hmm. people will just naturally age faster, regardless of putting all this work. And so, for me, okay, yeah, I just think the biggest life goal for me is to find peace with those things. Yeah, ultimately, you can't change something like I don't know. I'm just
0: like I maybe it's hot back summer. Like (laughs) I'm very like I'm feeling very sexual this summer. Just like ooh, and like. I'm like
2: with vaccines.
0: No hot back summer. Okay, know, oh, it's okay, like well, it well. means that, like we're all getting vaccines, and everyone's <laughs> like like we're all gonna have like a giant like orgy, like because it's just like everyone's been like <laughs> like, like pent up, pent up. Yeah. Oh my god. Wow. Mitch. I guess Mitch isn't feeling on the hot back summer vibes. But, like, oh, but I'm like feeling very like free and like sexually liberated and looking at people in in, in like a very sexual way. Mm. And I'm like, it's so interesting to me because I feel like sexual energy is is so not related to like physical appearance, physical appearance. Like I, totally. and I'm not, I like, and I know we've talked about this before on the podcast and I don't know if it's just me and something I like, like, but I'm like, I actually think that we all kind of know that but mm-hmm. like, like there's just like, there's just like this confidence about someone like, and it's just so interesting. I'm I'm just curious. I would love to just have like a like group session of 20 people and like talk deeply about like, when you first see someone mm-hmm. versus, like, five minutes later and you are, like, am I uh, turned on by them? Like, I just find, to me, Botox and these things, it's, like, about this initial thing. Right. And From then, afar, you
2: might be, like, wow, that person's beautiful or, or it I looks young. Or, or young. Or, like, yeah. Because obviously there's, there's, the, there's the other end of the spectrum where you're, like, they look weird. Because <laughs> also, they're, like like
0: being young like so even at the beach recently it was like hanging out with this like stranger because we were like making like a fire and like they were obviously like very attractive but they were 21 and i'm 31 and it was just like oh like i'm like so not attracted to you because because
2: your mental state is like at a different like and i felt
0: bad like i was actually having this open conversation i was like i feel bad because it's like This person was objectively so attractive, Mm -hmm. and I was like, "It's actually so interesting because it hasn't." I'm so sorry, it has nothing to do with the way you look. Mm -hmm. It's just like there is just an energy of someone that young that's very beautiful, but it's not attractive to me because it's like you're on such a different like level. Yeah, that's fair. and like, level, maybe
2: I would say is not the, the, the right term yeah. because that, that like kind of makes it feel like there's hierarchies. It's just like a different plane. I feel like plane is this way. Yeah. So it's like different people occupy different spaces and it, an old person or a young person could occupy that same space, but generally different decades kind of have different life experience. And so are looking for different things. So
0: maybe? yeah, like it's weird but, because then you're doing the Botox or you're doing these things to appear younger while i think simultaneously age is like what brings a level of like confidence and knowingness that is like the hottest and so i was talking to my therapist and i was talking about how i was like i feel kind of confident right now i feel like maybe a year and a half of just like forced self-reflection and like just feeling really like very confident and she was like that's age Mm. like she was like that she's like with like when i i know i keep going back to the beach but it's like an interesting setting after being locked away where you're i'm like in the elements i was like building a fire and feeling very and it was like just very like i don't know like it was like i felt confident i was like i don't think i ever would have made a fire on my own on the beach before because i would have been like so scared of what everyone thought Hmm. and then with that is like that is like can be like an attractive force Mm-hmm. bigger than your face and your appearance that almost age brings. And then age makes you hotter. Like even watching Mary of down, watching her and that like writer, I was like, they're so sexy. They're so like, she knows herself so well. She's been through so much, There's so much like sex appeal to that. And I'm just like, it's so interesting. Yeah. I think aging I think- is actually hot
2: yeah i so i mean yes i think it's important to acknowledge that it's it is both right either way but i think you can have a more long term relationship with someone for who they are and that the surface stuff is the kind of short term, yeah. like the attraction. It's literally the surface sexually, of your skin is the surface of the of the relationship, of the thing. right? Yeah. And it's every. I think everyone deep down knows, knows and knows that. people that are not necessarily quintessentially traditionally attractive, but are so attractive because of their personalities, yeah, because of their humor or their intellect or their talent that's beyond what they physically look like. But I think most people would admit that they are physically attracted to certain types of people or certain types of bodies. Or mm-hmm. And that can be different. I think people become conditioned. Yeah. So definitely, we know culturally society has shifted from jacked bodies to curvy bodies to short people to tall people. Like all yeah. those different things change as culture changes. Yeah. So I think like now we could tell ourselves, oh, evolutionary, it makes sense that you want a fit looking body. But that might not like what our bodies represent right now is not actually necessarily fit. Yeah. Right. Like what... A freaking Homo erectus was looking like when they were fit would be very different necessarily yeah. than what we like do in the gym yeah. now. Like
0: yeah, like when you see like a lunk alerts if you go to Planet Fitness, it's like lunk alert alarm goes off if you've got your big
2: jug. And you're yeah, going. and be and that jacked look, is not like yeah. what a, pr- a primitive human would. No, have and it like does like when you get too jacked, I'm like that's actually so <laughs> like I'm like that looks crazy. Like I'm but like to, I'm not a. It is to cultural. That. It's preference. Yeah. You fall into like. As you get close, it's like the Botox thing. It's like you start to see it and it's, then you go, yes. Oh, it's kind of weird. But slowly you go, Oh, maybe that is attractive that, now that yes. I know it. There's something about that.
0: It's it's like the it's like about groups. It's like as humans, our brains, we're always primed to try and like group information and group things. And there's something like if you're really, really jacked you're probably attracted to other people who are really, really jacked. And then they're t- like, it's like you're creating yourself into this like in group. So I'm like there at the gym being like, I want to be healthy, but I'm like, that actually doesn't turn me on. But maybe if I got so jacked, I'd start to like appreciate that and like right. understand yeah. like How, what that the hard is. hard work that goes into exactly. that. The dedication
2: that can be also attractive. And
0: right? that's the Botox thing. For me, I'm like, oh, actually like my whole life, I've been like, I don't have any interest in that. But as like more and more friends are like, this is what it is. And mm-hmm. then maybe like more and more attractive friends are doing it. I might start to like. You know, understand these 11s on my head and be like, oh, and like recontextualizing. Like, it's not not attractive. And you could tell yourself, you know what?
2: It's just I'm taking care of my body in a different way. Like, it's not damaging. I like how people do skincare. They moisturize, they put all these different creams because they want to be, quote unquote, healthy. It just becomes a way of caring about yourself or thinking about yourself, of course that can flip the switch to be on the side of like, is this too much? Yeah. I don't know where that line is. I don't know. It's obviously different for everyone, but I think even using fitness as an example, like there's always a stage where maybe it goes too far. I, and we could all agree that like the most, Strong athletes in the world—it's amazing, it's incredible. See people at these Olympic Olympics doesn't necessarily mean they're the healthiest, right? Like to yeah. push your body that yeah. far is interesting. Yeah, like gymnasts—they're like, oh, yeah, they're all like, they're like, yeah, we're short because our like bones were like obliterated <laughs> and we like weren't <laughs> able to grow. And, you're like, and yeah, that's cool. you're like that is respectable because you cared so much about your craft. That's a different kind of yeah thing I can appreciate. Doesn't mean I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that, but it is interesting to just think about how we contextualize. And probably in a hundred years, we'll look back and be like, wow, everyone looked so rough. Yeah. Wait, wait, what do you mean? Well, because once I saw, not once recently, I saw like footage of like, it was like, England on the street. Oh my from God! They're like, getting
0: churned butter. Yeah, and, and you like, they
2: just look so rough. And yeah. now people on like on average today, I think, just look better. Yeah. In the
0: future, they're gonna be like, they were sun tanning in the sun that like they looked <laughs> rough because now everyone's hiding because like a little bit in the sun burns your skin. Like you know what yeah. I mean? Like there's weird things like the concept of tanning is something that I think is gonna get so mm-hmm. like like for white people. I mean, it's like I think it's gonna slowly become like because it ages your skin <laughs> faster. Yeah, and also I'm just like it's not even gonna be like you're not even gonna be able to go. And the summer they like burning like immediately <laughs> oh yeah the climate change is just gonna make it way too hot but i do think like i think we can wrap up soon but i think it's very cultural and i think like kim k and all of them have done some really like intense things for the culture and i think it's important i, I mean i know that's more plastic surgery but mm. there really is like when you think of how recently a recent botox is and then that rise of them as like media moguls and influencer culture and this like um literal photoshop of instagram on top
2: of like even instagram face
0: which uh, like gia tolentino has a really great new yorker piece about how plastic surgery and instagram are working together essentially to create Mm. this like placid one size fits all face and it's just like when you start to look at it in those contexts you do realize like this could age no pun intended. Age very poorly for a lot of people. Like right. the, to like to look the as same we as the we leave. Really, like, like like inevitably, become, culture yeah. is going to shift, and yeah. like depending on how far you push these things. I'm not going to say like it either becomes wholly mainstream
2: or we move on past it. And then people are like, Oh, that was the phase of like the early two thousands. Yeah. But we can't ignore the
0: internet and the the pressures of Instagram and the pressures of all of these Mm -hmm. like literal Photoshop and ability to go into like a, a, like plastic surgeon's office and them to probably just use technology. Like this is what you would look like. Like Mm -hmm. we're living through that era culturally. I don't personally think it's that interesting, but many people do. And like, it could be a very defining feature of our time, whether it stays or goes. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of issues in our world coming up that it might become the time of when we were like, you know, had embarrassment of riches i mean now we're about to deal with climate change and people are gonna be like we don't have time to care about those things who knows <laughs> or it's like you look like an elite person and we don't like that anymore because they ruin the planet like there's right. other things that could come in but we can't ignore like the car care i always say the name kardashians like <laughs> and when i look at them like i saw a recent video of kyle i was gonna say kylie, no, of kylie jenner right. and it was just like wow like you're so it's it's like they don't hide behind it they, they mm-hmm. they're like this is a form of like feminism for them they flaunt mm-hmm. it and she looks so like i don't know how to say as Outstanding, standing rude but it's like without the perfect photo on instagram and like the snatched makeup and the like angle it's just like a little bit like that's looks weird to me mm-hmm. like i'm not i'm not actually that attracted to it although i'm very attracted to kylie jenner's instagram Like when I see it, I'm like, holy fuck. And then there's also the other thing you have to remember is like as white people, a lot of the things and the trends that we're living through right now is stealing the body types of other people. And it's like, that's so fucked up. And like that to me doesn't lead to being attractive. It's like a very weird cultural appropriation. Yeah, there'll be hopefully more and more conversations
2: about that. Yeah, I think. And it's like so sad
0: to me that Kylie Jenner's lip kit for like, her fake big lips became so popular right. amongst probably such a like white audience mm-hmm. when really like in the past like I bet that that was like made fun of on yeah. other people like there's just there's a lot of darkness to something that like I know we were gonna spend this whole time being like oh, I guess I'll get Botox but I it's think, all linked yeah, to a culture it's, that's it's
2: really all linked to capitalism as you've just stated with selling stuff and it is just like there's yeah. so many other industries where the same things happened. even things like fashion where you're like well it, it's not wrong for people to care about looking a certain way mm-hmm. like that's that's self autonomy to be able to decide how you want to express yourself. But then it's weirdly tied into all of these awful things like yeah. not only industries that destroy the planet, but also industries that warp how people see each other and what yeah. speaks for status and what's nice clothing and what's poor clothing yeah. and what's right. So it's like yeah. so weirdly intertwined, like yeah. fashion. And our Oh, god, now I'm like I
0: don't want Botox but Botox is so <laughs> like I don't know, but it's so interesting. Like I so it I've honestly always, is interesting.
2: I don't me. think I will ever get it, but that's it's it's kind of and I don't think this is a good thing. But I have this sort of purist mindset, partially because I'm anxious and I'm afraid to get things done. Oh yeah, because
0: like, you will never get a tattoo.
2: Yeah, because I've always been like, oh, it's my body, and I just like want it to be. I know ultimately as I age, I'm like this is just a weird belief I've carried since I was young. Yeah. But when I was young, I was like, I just want my body to be. The way it is, obviously, a tattoo doesn't change that. But in my yeah. mind, it kind of does, and so does plastic surgery. But as I age, I honestly am like, for the first time ever, being like, wait, I have to actually decide because mm-hmm. now I'm having those moments where I go, oh my god, and I'm, the conversations I'm older. are coming up, like, yeah,
0: if you're in your 30s, I don't know if it's just like the groups that we're in, but like that's just like you know Mm -hmm. like in every hangout there's something comes up and it's like well because we're literally
2: like visibly aging it's a 30s
0: thing and it's like it's they're interesting conversations that's what i mean i'm glad like i i actually love talking about it It's so
2: i realize 30s and 30s is like still so young but it's so crazy that we've just been like doing this for 10 years and that we were like in our 20s once
0: i know but i'm so (laughs) happy to not be in my no offense everyone in their 20s it's
2: hard it's a hard time. Like uh, To be honest, though, I have found my late 20s into early 30s, I think, has been the hardest time of my life. But hopefully, I'm going to get through oh, that. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I think so. More on
0: that, or should we end the con and We can talk about, about that, that another time. No, right. I don't
2: know. I, and it may not be to do with age. It may be to do with life circumstance. Hmm. But right. I have sort of felt like, I hope I... Like, I think hopefully into my mid and late 30s. And I have read studies that say people gain more optimism every decade of their life until mm. I think like the 60s it starts declining a bit and okay, so <laughs> no but that
0: uh, until you get really close to out.
2: but so I just mean hopefully that will kick in for me soon <laughs> oh wow.
0: wow wow, oh my god I'm like I'm gonna no. we need to end because I'm like that's just leading to so <laughs> okay, many questions okay
2: um thank you for listening thank you for watching uh maybe we can start a good reads book list soon that's something oh I'll, good
0: reads I thought I said good weeds I'm like I'll be on that one good strain
2: that should I want wonder if that's a website okay we have a lot of great ideas on this pod for people to start up their own couple companies yeah <laughs> if you want.
0: <laughs> and we'll let you know if we got botox
2: yeah or you might notice if you're watching if you're listening you'll just never know yeah true but we'll talk sexier for yeah. you. <laughs> uh okay see you guys next week
1: Bye. hold up